Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Give Me That Take, the fastest growing live golf podcast of 2023. Stick around for more takes like this. As a fan, do you not want to see somebody absolutely smoke a ball where they're like, oh, it's, oh man, it's going to go in those that row of bunk. Oh my God, he flew the bunkers. That bunker's 330 yards away. That makes it more exciting than, oh, he's short of the bunker. Who wants to see that? I think, yeah. you know what? I mean, that's actually a really good point. A lot of these courses were built with bunkers in specific places to make it hard. If you're, if you're, if, if these pros are all now driving to the point that they're going over it, isn't that, isn't that something that, you know, obviously they're like, no, we can't have this because the, the, the courses are built with bunkers there for the right reason. Right. Listen. To your point, I understand what you're saying, right? It's meant to be. I, I, I don't, I'm not advocating it. I'm just saying no, no, that could no, no. be. I'm just that... saying, what I'm saying is, right, you're a football fan, you're an Eagles fan. No matter what sport you watch, baseball, football, there's people who are better than other people. Hey, do you still not wear underwear, Rome? Is that still a thing? That you... Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. I... Yeah, no, I, I, to be, to be fair, I wear underwear to work, and I wear underwear to the gym. All other times, I am not wearing underwear. So you come home from work, and the first thing you do is take off your underwear. No, well, I have to take the pants off first, and then, then the underwear comes off, and then I throw sweatpants on. Or, you know, if I'm going out, I'm going to throw jeans or shorts on or something. But, yeah. Where did that originate? Do you really want to know? I mean, I wouldn't ask if I wouldn't want to know. Okay. So, when I worked at Abercrombie & Fitch when I was 18 oh, years old. So name much drop. More disgusting. Name drop. They, they suggested, hey, you know, to wear these this new style of jeans that we're putting out, they suggest either wearing it with boxers or without underwear. And I was like, this is awesome. I don't have to, I have less laundry to do. So I just stopped wearing underwear. Ew. Well, I, at least Abercrombie had button flies, right? Yes, they did. Okay. So that makes me feel a little more secure about not wearing underwear because I would just be petrified every I mean, your, single time. Your chode just, it's, it's got to just sit there. I mean, mine falls down my left pant leg so i don't ever actually worry about zipping anything up I, okay i guess i mean i guess if the zipper starts above then yeah. i guess you're you're clear exactly um but also still pulling them up you can still catch some of that metal against your skin no i mean some I of mean, the man meat no 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 that's that's never happened some yeah. of the roughage. Besides, I, I keep a I keep my yard clean. So, um, thanks to to Manscaped. Um, to Manscaped, yeah. Actually, <laughs> you hear it's that our sponsor? You hear that? Reach Manscaped. out. Okay, let's make this happen. It's still gross thinking there's only one layer between you and I most of the time. Ugh. I mean, especially when we're grinding. Especially, Ugh. especially then. Uh, <laughs> who won the Valspar? <laughs> no one knows. No one cares because well, I had money. 
on well, it. You know, and you care because you lost. You and the one guy it. that should have won lost. Therefore, I lost because that's my luck. Well, yeah, it was boring. Speed was in the running again. Blah, blah, blah. Didn't convert. Blah, blah, blah. Same old song, song and dance. The most exciting golf in the world, and no debate here, was the four-man playoff to decide Live Golf Tucson. Come on. So I got a quick question for you guys. I'm looking at <clears throat> Live Golf's uh, leaderboard. Uh, everything's been wrapped up. So does Danny Lee is number one. Carlos Ortiz is number two. Brennan Steele is number three. And then Ustazen is number four. But didn't Carlos Ortiz oh. lose out in the second playoff that's a great question yeah i, I, I don't I'm, think why is that he in has second any... place if he if he left if he didn't like i'm I'm just very curious how that works it's and score they he parred right didn't he par to win it and they bogeyed yes but carlos right? Ortiz, so that I... would drop him back one stroke to be in second place or i mean to be back where everybody else was like right so he's not in first place anymore he's back in second place i think the leaderboard needs to be corrected i think rome is right here i carlos ortiz no. was the first one eliminated it from... doesn't matter that doesn't matter trust me but he finished the playoff plus one everybody else finished even yeah but it's regulation he probably finished before everybody else no he wasn't the first one to post a minus nine he he was in the four-person playoff he Everyone else parred the first time they went back and played 18. He bogeyed. So he should come in no, fourth. I know. He should come in fourth. Mm. Yeah. I don't think that's right. You're missing a piece. Yeah, we'll have to look deeper into the live golf rules and how they do their tiebreakers. Because if they do it a different way than what... Oh, uh, you know said. what? Gentlemen, gentlemen, I think, I think this is what I'm seeing. So round three was out, obviously, today. Uh, Danny Lee finished... Uh, Two under, Carlos Ortiz finished six under. So they're going by what happened in the day. Finished one under, and Ustazen finished one under. So I think that might have been it on the day. On the day, right? Which is horseshit, in my opinion. But I mean, I'm just some asshole talking into a mic in um in his office in New York, so nobody gives a fuck what I think. But I think that's horseshit. Well, I mean. It's a lot of money. That's that's not pennies. Yeah. Like, I mean, at the end of, I mean, yeah, you 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 shot six under in round three. Incredible. Great job. Great job. Like, honestly, that's that's an amazing effort. But you obviously didn't shoot well in the first round or the second round, which is why you tied with three other individuals for first place at the end of the tournament, which is why you had the playoff. So... But just because you had a great no, day three. if you look at that leaderboard, okay. it shows everybody at nine under. Yes. So that's completion of regulation. That's okay. completion of regulation. Not if not it wasn't completion. So this was this was how the leaderboard was at regulation. This isn't the final. You're on. Are you on LiveGolf.com? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it is. We can look here. But it 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 says round one, round two, round three, and then playoff. And the playoff says minus one, plus one, even, even. Yeah, plus one should not beat even. That's that'd be really dumb of a live. Um, 
We'll figure it out. I mean, the I mean maybe, it's, maybe it's an error and we're just talking shit about something because some fucking intern didn't 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 add things up correctly. Way to go, intern. <laughs> I mean. I don't know. Anyway, that's, why I, about the- that's why I asked the question. Yeah, we I'm still. Yeah, we can move on. Yeah, let's move on. Let's here. talk about the winner. We're, we'll we'll skip way ahead, even though a lot of things happened in round three to get to a four person playoff. And maybe we'll circle back if we got a little bit of time to figure out how we got there. Go ahead, Jay. I, I gotta say, I got found it. This is the live update. It's Danny Lee, Louis Ustazen, and Brendan Steele, and then Carlos Ortiz. So it is on there. As they all finished nine under, they have their today score, which Carlos Ortiz was six under today, which would I believe was the best round of the day. Um, and then it shows them in order. So Danny Lee came in first, Louis Ustazen, Brandon Steele, Carlos so Louis, Ortiz. So Ustazen gets the number two money, right? No, Ustazen no, and Steele There's split. A, yeah, they split second and third. There's a three-way tie, though. Oh. So first place is Danny Lee. And because the other three were tied at regulation, and then lost. There's only one winner. That's what you got to see. There's only one winner. The rest of the people who are going for the players, they don't get knocked down. Ortiz doesn't become three, right? And tied for second with the other two. Okay. It's one, three guys tied at two because they were all in the playoff. Got then it. it goes down to Howell would be third. And that's fine. Because and then that there's ma- a couple T4s, T8s. And that makes sense because that makes you try to win the playoff and not try to just come in second or third. Exactly. Or we're that not just going to get it's not a putt for $300,000 difference. Right. You know, you're splitting right. second place if you make it to the playoff and you don't It'd be fucking first. exciting if it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, you get to the playoff, you want you want people to get into the playoff, right? And so you want people to try to win the playoff once they get there. And so that's the, that is the Danny Lee putt from off the green to win. That that's what they built in. Right? Were you all able to see live the playoff? The yes. whole the entire in its entirety? I did not see the end, but um, I'll run down the first two. Hold times. on, I have something to go with that. Go ahead. Did, so, Jerome, uh, did you? Oh yeah, no, I saw it live. Did you see when um, Troy Mullins was talking to uh, 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 Norman, Greg Norman? Yes. And she was <laughs> she was talking about the playoff, and he basically just said like. Danny Lee just absolutely butchered that. He's got a lot of demons right now. Like before the playoff was even over, I'm like, whoa, because he missed that whatever that was, five foot putt, little slayer. Yeah, yeah it was, and he just it completely botched that. it. Yeah, but look, he he kept, and they said, here we go on the next tee box. Let's see if he can keep his composure and 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 play to his ability. And he absolutely smoked a drive dead center down the fairway. So, by the did, way, but... while well, just you you mentioned her, Troy Mullins. Wow. First of all, your name is Troy. It's kind of weird. No, it's kind of weird to me. I don't. I do. Weird. I don't well, care you, what. Anything... I don't care what her name is. Wow. Yeah. Also, incredible. not your cup of tea. Not your cup of tea. That's fine. That's no. Fine. No, that's fine. But that's fine. Listen, Troy throws me off. Imagine that. It wouldn't be like, your that's... first Troy, Jay. It wouldn't be your I mean, first you... Troy, dude. Let me ask you. you, you... <laughs> do you call your wife by her name all the time, or do you use a pet name? Okay. Touche. There it is. Touche. Yeah. He got but it. still, here's my wife, Troy. It's just weird to me. I mean, Aaron's been right down that road before, but you know, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. See, I mean, road, you know, but... when, when, when his hair is short, he does, he does look like, you know, he plays for the LPGA anyway, but. <laughs> 
we'll get to who's playing for the LPGA when we get to the contest. It ain't going to be me. Tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already, I've already, updated I've numbers? already picked out my skirt. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. I promise. Right, I promise we'll right, get there. Go let's, let's talk about Danny Lee because Danny Lee is a live golf champion. And um, it was not easy for him. He had to fight through a four-person playoff, which they kept going back to 18. But the first time they went back to 18, Ustazen, Steele, Ortiz, and Lee teed off in that order. Ustazen pulled the ball left. Four got lucky, hit somebody in the crowd, I think, or just kind of sat up nice, got a good lie on like a trampled area. Um, Steele, four left, hit something, bounced forward, great kick. Ortiz had the probably the best drive of the four of them on the first time through 18. And then Lee kind of played that cut shot just before the bunker, which came into play a little bit later on. Um, Ustazen, you know, he he made all well, he didn't make all the clutch putts, but he made a couple of clutch putts. No, there was around, but there were some that he left the last ones. He he yeah. completely screwed. Uh, uh, but but to get there, but to get there, um, yeah, the last that, one, a little, yeah, the little shaker left to right. He stepped up there, took his grip, and just made the putt and almost missed down the right side. I know on true 18, you're right. On his true, yeah. 18, on true, yeah. his true 54th hole, he he made the clutch putt to get into the playoff. Yeah. Um, Anyway, we talked about Ortiz, who bogeyed the first time through, and he got eliminated. Um, and the other three ended up parring. No one really had a good look at Birdie the first time through. So um, par was a good score the first time through. Now, second time through, this is where I kind of faded off of it because, you know, had to do some work. Um, 18, and you guys help me here. 18, number two. Who stays in? Um went up the kind of where Danny Lee had hit his shot just before that bunker on the right side of the fairway. Um, and then he hit his approach shot just off the green on the right side, which turned out to be a pretty advantageous spot at the very end here. Um, uh, Brennan Steele cut it way right. Way I can't right. believe he was able to finish that out. And that that tower that they built was in his line of sight. And since it was a man-made obstruction, he was mm-hmm. able to get relief, which really helped him out there. Um, so he got to play the ball out, basically, where he could have a sight line to the green. Um, and then Danny Lee absolutely smoked the ball that 18th, the second time they played through, and then put one, I want to say it was, it was definitely inside six, six. It was an inside six. I thought it was like three feet, maybe three or four. Yeah, a little more. I'd say five feet. Okay. And and but we saw that, though. I, yeah, we saw that. Makeable. We saw that putt though, right? Because below the hole there on 18, you knew that thing was going to go off to the right. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. We'd, we'd already seen that putt for Bruce Dason. So, um, misses the putt. And then, like you said, um, we go to 18 for the third time. And Norman basically says, Danny Lee blew it. Yeah. And, uh, we go back to 18 for the third time. And this is where I'll let Rome take over and take us home. So um, I I didn't see uh, Ustazen and uh, Brendan Steele. Brendan Steele shot. Um, Danny Lee obviously uh, hit it, you know, to the right of of the green. It was a little bit. How how many feet out? Uh, two. Yeah, it was like I'll say it's a pace off. Yeah. What would you say about Matt? Yeah. About a pace off the right hand side. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. And then just, you know, pull this putter out and 
drove right in. It was uh, pretty fucking amazing uh, to see that, you know, especially considering he had such a layup to to take it in the in the second one that he made it in the third was uh, was amazing to see. And Danny Lee not winning in eight years. And like he said in his speech at the end, he's like, mm-hmm. I was starting to think I wasn't a winner. I wasn't able to win. Um, so to win gives him the confidence playing against such good guys. So uh, watch out. I think he'll he'll have a lot of confidence on his shoulders now after this win. I mean, not just him though. His whole team. I mean, the Ironheads were were in it the whole the whole time. Oh, you know, I'm glad you mentioned teams. I'm glad you mentioned teams because that's right, Vamos, baby. Shut up. Fireballs take the win, despite uh, Sergio not being able to close out and get into that playoff. Kind of struggled down the stretch, but um, you know that it was a team effort. It was a team effort all weekend by the Fireballs. They were, you know, when one guy was down, like uh, Eugenio Shikara was today, the other guy stepped up, and that's what it takes to win as a team on live for sure. Just to highlight a couple things. One real quick. Uh, I believe yesterday I, I do have the text somewhere that Aaron <laughs> was really getting on Jerome and I there about the actually playing well. And I mean, Reed to come <laughs> back, dude. But I don't even know. He shot. You want me to tell you? I got 70, it right here. I got it right here. I 71, right here. 72, and then a 66 today uh, to shoot four under. So he's five under today. I mean, that's a comeback, bro. Come on. That gets me top of the leaderboard with points. You made up seven strokes in round three, yep. which is absolutely incredible. And it should give Rome hope in the contest, because if you if you haven't been listening, this is your first episode. We're playing a one and done live contest for every single live event. Uh, each one of us gets to pick a player. We can never use them again. And um, heading into this week, Mac was sitting at, atop the six. leaderboard at six under par. And I was sitting in second at five under par. And Rome was sitting in third place at three under par and what's on the line here is a round of golf to the winner and the third place team third place person on this podcast will play around in a skirt from the ladies all 18 holes all 18 and don't worry yes filmed. we will have that episode and that will be filmed don't worry every shot it's guaranteed um just a before we move on to touch on a couple guys, touch on a couple things that happened this week. Sergio played great, right? So winning score nine under, right? For the four guys that were tied, Charles Howe, again two weeks, uh, two two tournaments in a row, was in didn't contention he, he for was, a while. He was finished the at the lead. top yesterday, right? He, he was in the top today, wasn't he? I think he, uh, was, he was at ten it, under. It, it wasn't until the it wasn't until like the ninth hole, and then he fell yeah, off after that. So he ends at eight under. Um, Hang on, before you move on from Howell. was a 65. Yeah, before you move on from Howell, though. He he did have a great round. But um, when he got in the bunker on 16 with the big lip in front of him and he mm-hmm. fluffed and he fluffed it and it rolled back to him, that was that felt like that he ended up um he was one shot off the lead at that time. So he ended up giving a shot back. And then on the very next hole on 17, he landed in the greenside bunker again. Yeah. And just hit an absolute dog shit shot that barely got up onto the green and took his club and hammered the sand and his total meltdown. Yeah. Human, but he played it doesn't great, matter what he... level you play at, right? I mean, You're right. it's hard to forget about the shot before. No matter how much they practice that mentally, right? You ha- it's very hard. Very hard. But uh, other notable guys, um, Mito, Mito Pereira, mm-hmm. seven under. 
shot four under today, two good rounds on Saturday and Sunday. Um, Peter Uline, Brendan Grace, those guys are, are consistent. Matt Wolf. I mean, that guy, what did he shoot? He shot 66, 69, 72. So not a great round today to close it out, but two really good rounds under 70. Pat Perez, sneakily five under. Um, Leishman, Leishman. We could talk mm-hmm. about Leishman. Yeah, that's my guy was rolling. What was he? Eleven under. Eleven under heading. He's eleven under. Yeah, started out awful, and that trend just kept going. Um, just a train wreck, unfortunately. Finished six um, over. Shot seventy-seven. Yeah, and Dustin Johnson. I mean, five under for him. No bueno. But I mean, he's right there in the mix. Only four off the lead. Uh, Cameron Tringali played good. This is Patrick, Patrick Reed had a great day today. One of the better rounds on the course. Um, I mean, Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson had a great day today. Uh, was it today? Yesterday. Round two. Yesterday. Round two, 66 yesterday. Um, got him close to contention. I think he was up to seven under today, um, but lost a couple strokes. Last guy I want to talk about, Brooksy, man. Hmm. Are we ever going to see him in the top four or five? What do you think? What's your, what's your thoughts on is his game going to turn around? What he... you've seen so far in the first two two tournaments? In the first two tournaments, I've not seen him put together a stretch of holes that makes it look like he can win on any tour right now. Mm-hmm. He he just hasn't had that hot stretch. He hasn't gotten the putter going. He hasn't gotten his accuracy going off the tee. The things that yeah. we kind of know that Brooks has done in the past. Right. He's just not there. And so if anyone is even considering thinking about taking him in one of these major tournaments, you need to see a lot better golf from Brooks before you do that. But speaking of the majors, or or put a lot of money down and hope to retire early because <laughs> I'm sure that <laughs> that'll be the odds are going to be long. Five thousand to one. You're right. The odds are going to be long. Um, you meant you you briefly mentioned Dustin Johnson. DJ shot one over in round one and then went um sixty eight sixty eight on the weekend. So yeah, maybe rounding into form, getting you know as we get closer to Augusta, maybe. I hope so. Plays yeah, it well, yeah. as we know. I think I didn't mean it that he didn't play well. I think I just meant it that um, five under with his caliber of golf is where he should live. So right. I think he's always capable of being in the top two or three guys. So five under is kind of in that, you know, you got to put the pedal to the metal. Again, he came back from that plus one and played good golf during the weekend, but I'd like to see him a little more consistently on the top of the leaderboard because he is one of we all know he's one of the best golfers on um on live. But with with that being said, these guys are I said this in like the second episode, these guys are rejuvenated now. Their careers, they have an opportunity with a smaller field, one less day to play golf in a different environment with a lot less restrictions. So you're going to see a lot of guys that maybe if you don't watch a lot of golf or you didn't watch a lot of Papa Golf Alpha, you might not know the names. You know, we know the names because we watch golf for so long. So you, they pop up. Oh, I know. I know him. I know. him. Oh, he hasn't won in a long time. I remember that guy. And they're getting their second chance in a way. Oh, 100 um, percent. It wasn't just the players this weekend, though. The course was playing absolutely awesome for the first two days. The players, you know, the par fives were the scoring holes. The par threes were really difficult. Just like we said, they were long par threes. Um, we knew the scoring was going to come from the par fives. Did it feel like to you that something must have changed on Sunday? Because the leaders going, the leader going in was 11 under, but the best 
you know, the final score for the leader was nine under par. So the course definitely got harder on Sunday. I don't know if it was the wind. Those greens were rock ass hard. If you mm-hmm. landed the ball anywhere near pin high, that ball yep. was gone right off the back, it, right off the back. If you, and, and not only just the false fronts, cause we saw a lot of players come up short on their approach shots and hit those false fronts, which we talked about coming in, but also they had like false sides. They had like runoffs. Yeah. yeah on, everything on ran all those off. holes. Almost do- everything almost looked domed, you know, the greens yeah. for like, a course, many- yeah, I mean, but like for, for a course that like we, we had never heard of before and we're going to have that again in two weeks when they play in Orlando at crooked cat. Um, I think the course really showed off some cool, some cool things. Like even, you know, sure some lost balls out in the desert. Like you mentioned, you know, get caught up in trees or, mm-hmm. or whatnot. Those bushes and those now, bushes Jay, and stuff. I mean, you're, you're probably the most experienced that I can think of with this. Uh, would the, the, the with hardness. Crooked cats? No, no. With the hardness of, of the, the greens and everything like that, would that, especially in the environment, like the desert, would that just be due to the fact that they weren't irrigating like they might have been the two days prior and it was dry, which allowed for less cushion from the grass and everything like that? I think they just tend to dry out quicker. You can't keep up with moisture in the greens when you're in the desert. I mean, you got 95, 100 degree days. And it's tough. It dries out more throughout the day rather than the course just being dry on Sunday. Um, it's not necessarily not irrigated enough. It just dries out, especially over the first few hours once the sun comes up. And they're starting later, too. You got to remember that, you yeah. know, I mean, right. it's one o'clock here, but it's still 11 o'clock. I mean, that's, you know, throughout you're working through that hottest part of the day, too. But I think if you're watching the telecast, you saw because they did it. I mean, the telecast, first of all, props to them far and away better than any other golf telecast because it keeps you. They make jokes. It keeps you laughing, keeps you interested. But even right. like the technical stuff, like putting the putting the wind location where it's coming out of, how it's blowing across the fairway, you know, like stuff like that, that really kind of adds to what you're watching. Like you're watching a ball come off, you know, with with the shot tracer. You watch a ball come off right and you saw already that there's an 18 mile an hour crosswind going to the right. And you're like, oh, oh that's trouble immediately. Like you feel like you know what's about to happen, or you have better insight into um, the ball flight for sure. I felt that yeah. way at least. And the four fan drones they use, those things are beasts, man. You just get those flyovers, you really get a sense of what the hole looks like. It's awesome. Let's about, uh, uh, oh, go ahead. You got something else? I just wanted to run Bryson DeChambeau. So, yeah, with Bryson, I mean, what do you think? Set plus seven? I mean, I feel like because I watch him on YouTube all the time and he plays against a lot of YouTube guys um, like Grant Horvat, Michael Morris, those guys, good, good guys. And I feel like sometimes he might get like caught up in that YouTube or social media world where he's not not saying he's not practicing his game. Let's, let's be real. But I feel like he's maybe doing too much of that and not translating that into competitive golf um maybe that's throwing him off he's doing different types of you know i I don't know i don't know i'm just curious and plus seven i mean that's not bryson-esque that's that's not captain type play uh for for you know i mean with with the bottom five finish on on the uh on the week and he didn't finish very well uh, the last tournament either so you know uh, i think he 
he needs to figure it out. I mean, he's known as he's known as the mad scientist. Like if anybody can fucking figure it out, uh, he needs to be the guy to do that and quick and quick because, um, you know, you can't you can't be the captain of one of these teams and, you know, go for the gold. And, you know, when all your your players are the ones putting forth the better effort and you're holding everybody back. You mentioned the anal- you mentioned the analytics and it's sometimes if you know too much, like everyone's been there on the golf course, they've watched a YouTube video of, or they watched a video of their own swing, or they've watched someone else else's putter grip and they haven't been putting well. So they go out on the golf course and now they're tinkering with their putting grip or they're tinkering with their takeaway on their backswing, or they're trying to hold their finish or, you know, whatever it is, just every little thing gets in their head and you can, if you listen to the conversations, I think it was on Friday. Yeah, they had his his caddy was mic'd up, and some of the numbers didn't even make sense. Like ten thirty, two thirty, eighty four, right? And it's like, yeah, what the, what is he Landed even talking about? Rolls to thirty nine. It's like, wait, what? How does that even make sense? But that's the thing. You saw that a lot. Going back to the same thing you guys were saying, kind of piggybacking off of that. A lot of times when he was televised and they were showing him hit, he would hit. The ball would hit the green, go off, you know, go way off the green. He's he's now 15 yards off the green, and he'd look at his caddy like, like he's actually going through the numbers in his head. Like, why didn't that land where I wanted it to land? Like you said, Aaron, that's too much for me. Now you're just play your game. You're trying to have as little thoughts as you can in your head, not more. I mean, I think I I, yeah, I think ahead. a lot. I mean. As an amateur, a very, very uh, low, <laughs> low amateur, uh, I think there's there's that. Yes, he's very analytical about it, but there he's I guess maybe he's losing that feel type because there is a lot of it that's instinctual and 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 about feel. Um, that's something that they talk about a lot of a lot of the younger players that are doing really well is that you know they have a good feel for it and you know they're instinctual about how they approach their game uh he might be losing that and that might be the big issue we this isn't talked about enough because it's cool or it's kind of like trendy and like something it's like a talking point for like all the golf media folks and like even players on tour but the same length clubs i kind of get it like in a sense like all right i only need to learn you know i only need to remember one swing the bottom of my swing is always in the same place but there's a reason why the bottom of your swing isn't always in the same place because you need to hit shots differently with your six iron than you need to hit with your nine iron. You just do. And I don't know if this big, cool thing that Bryson's been doing is just a total backfire. And if he's stuck with it now, because if he ever went back, he'd have to learn how to hit every other club in his bag, except for his seven iron. And how can you do that if you're a professional golfer? So I don't, I don't know if he, pigeonholed himself into this like gimmicky sticky thing where like I'm the guy who's going to reinvent golf clubs. Well, there's a, you just look around, like read the room. Everybody else is using different length clubs, man. Like maybe, maybe you don't know more than the rest of the professional golfers on earth. I don't know. I'm just saying, I I can't tell Bryce not to play golf, obviously, but it just, it feels that way. Yeah. He won an open. Yeah. He won a couple big tournaments. He was dialed in. He's been playing great golf for a long time. I know, but you know, sometimes that 
that run doesn't have as much to do with what you think it has to do with. It just meant that you were locked in then had nothing to do with your putter grip, had nothing to do with your swing. It just had to do with maybe he thought less out there then or whatever. And I know everyone always tries to get back to that best round. Everyone always tries to get back to their best swing, their best feel on the greens and whatnot. But he's playing a different game than everybody else when he's playing one length clubs. And, you know, maybe the, the misses, the carry, the carries, the distances, the spin off the clubs, all that is very similar for everyone else and very different for him. And so the courses can challenge him differently than they could challenge the other players. That's all I'm saying. Good way to put it. I don't know. Uh, let's talk about the team because team golf is everywhere, including in the professional ranks. Obviously, the fireball is one. What a surge on Sunday by the four aces. Almost got there. It's why yeah. they're the best. It's why they're the best team in the league, right? I mean, it just is. Yeah, they did. They had an awesome finish. Um, I think they like the 16th hole or 15th hole. They secured second place. Um, yeah, I mean, we said it in in previous episodes. They know how to play that team game. They were lights out last year, and it's carrying over. Eleven under. They were. They were seven. Let me look real quick. Yeah, they were seven. They were seven shots clear of the field on Sunday as a team. That's that is saying a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you look the other way, the high flyers, man, were they incredible Friday and Saturday, right? Like they were the talk. Phil was in it. He was hitting balls all over the place. He looked like he was like 33 and not 53. They were 21 sitting 21 under after two rounds and then Phil lost it. The rest of them pretty much lost it. Not a good day to be a high flyers fan for sure. Um, Rome, not a great follow-up effort. Obviously you talked about Bryson, but crushers plus one today off the podium, ninth overall, ninth overall, not a good, everything, everything kind of fell apart. Uh, you know, Lahiri wasn't really able to put anything together. Um, you know, Paul Casey was, was kind of in it and then he fell off. Howell was the only one really holding it down. And then obviously uh Bryson was basically, you know, completely out of it from day one for crushers. Uh Jay Ripper. Um Jetta Morgan is a non factor just mm-hmm. about every just about just about every week, right? Cam played meh golf all weekend, even minus one, minus one. Of course, yep. Leash Leishman was the leader after two rounds and then blew up with a seventy-seven. Um Matt Jones played decently well. Came, yeah, he got a top. He actually played really well. He had a top seven finish, top six finish, um, under par every round. So he was holding it down for Ripper, but couldn't get on the podium. Yeah, you you said it. I mean, you hit it right in the head. Um, they were hanging in for a little while yesterday. Leishman was just absolutely destroying the field. But man, what a collapse today! It's unfortunate. Dropped him right down the pylon on the team aspect. Yeah, they ended up claiming fifth, yes, which yeah. was uh, three shots, three shots off the Ironheads, who made a surprise, obviously on the back of the individual winner. So good effort by the Ironheads. Obviously, we know how good the four aces are, and I really think that the Fireballs are super deep. They got four players who can play. They got scores that they can count on every single week. Um, Sergio's looked really good these first two tournaments. 
and I think he's in for a, a big season for Fireball. So um, overall, it hasn't really been a, neither of the first two tournaments have been a big team competition. I saw, and I want to get your thoughts on this. We had a playoff today for the individual. I saw that Liv added a playoff for team this year. That's cool. And so if you, um, I, I want to make sure I get this right, but I'm not a hundred percent. Yeah. If they tie, if teams tie for just for the individual, just for the team championship, not or for that week, not for any other place, but they tie for the team championship. The captain gets to pick a player to go out and play. Wow. Yeah. And get to go play 18. So we might get some additional golf on a week where like somebody runs away with the tournament by six strokes but two teams are tied for first. That's going to be awesome. That's going to really push team golf. I think <laughs> that's so interesting. That's like, can you, can you imagine like Phil standing up there? Like it's high flyers and Ripper and Phil's like, I'm playing. And Cam Smith's like, I'm playing. Let's go right? to 18. That's going to be so <laughs> cool. Go and Phil shines and can actually, cause then at that point, it's like Matt's playing one hole. One just got to win that one hole. It's not a, it's not a marathon. It's just a sprint. So that would be really cool to see, put him in a good position or anybody. That, that'd be really neat. I hope that yeah, happens. but would you really want to go up against Cam Smith head to head with, you know, with how good he putts? You're asking me? No, but I'm saying, <laughs> uh, well, actually, no, let's take that back. I yes. love, I would kill to have that opportunity. So yes, I would. But if I'm them and I'm playing, you know, in, in their league and uh, no. no, I mean, also like most, most 18s are par threes, right? Part threes or fours for the most part. Actually, it's a real good mix. Typically not a par three. It's usually a par four, but it okay. uh, depends on the on the course. But um, oh, well, you're saying oh, the 18th, the 18th hole. hole. Yeah, yeah, the 18th hole yeah. that, you know, the, the playoff Gener- hole. Fours or fives, generally. General, generally speaking. Yeah, they, they want chances that they want to see multiple shots coming in. They want to, you mm-hmm. know, give you a little test on the 18th usually. Yeah. Uh, not that there's always a hard hole, but just that they want to see a couple shots. It's it, it it prolongs the drama when people have to hit a fairway and then hit an approach shot and then make a putt versus just hitting a tee shot and making a putt. Right. So it's, it's, Personally, it's I think part threes are the hardest holes in golf. Oh, yeah. There's I no mean, speaking, of, speaking of hard at golf, uh, we got to just really quickly talk about the ball rollback. What do you think about this? I don't know if you guys have heard this, that the RA and other some other organization – the whatever legislation in golf is saying in 2026 that they're going to take like 20 to 25 yards off the balls that the pro golfers yeah. are going to use because in they're pro hitting, golf, they're hitting in, it too far. We would buy and go play with, but in pro if there's, golf. if there's a shining example of why this doesn't make any sense, it's Bryson. He hits the ball the furthest. It doesn't mean he wins. So I don't know exactly. what, uh, exactly. is there anything that would help his game. Might. It doesn't make it's stupid though. It's it's like if anything, stop making new drivers, stop making new clubs that make the ball go for <laughs> yeah. I mean, the uh the companies uh, that supply clubs are never allow that. And that's the home. thing. And that's the thing, like the companies are gonna find the new ball and figure out a way to get it to go just as far as the old ball. So the companies are going to make clubs for these pros, and they're they're still going to hit it that far. This is the dumbest thing ever. There's no way this is going to go through. As a fan, do you not want to see somebody absolutely smoke a ball where they're like, oh, it's, oh man, it's going to go in those that row of bunk. Oh, my God, he flew the bunkers. That bunker's 330 yards away. That makes it more exciting than, 
oh, he's short of the bunker. Who wants to see that? I think, you know? you know what? I mean, that's actually a really good point. A lot of these courses were built with bunkers in specific places to make it hard. If you're, if you're, if, if these pros are all now driving to the point that they're going over it, isn't that, isn't that something that, you know, obviously they're like, no, we can't have this because the, the, the courses are built with bunkers there for the right reason. Right. Listen, to your point, I understand what you're saying, right? It's meant to be. I, a- I, I don't, I'm not advocating it. I'm just saying no, no, that could no, be. I'm just that- saying, what I'm saying is, right, you're a football fan, you're an Eagles fan. No matter what sport you watch, baseball, football, there's people who are better than other people. People that thrive, a Bo Jackson or a, I don't even know, anybody else, right? So there's always people that are better than other people in the same sport. If somebody can hit a ball, 360 yards off the tee and somebody can hit the ball 295 yards off the tee you're playing the same sport that shit you just have listen you have to work around it. you have to be better putter you have to be a better iron player you have to work on things in your game that you will exceed those other guys and play better than those other guys in certain areas just because you hit the ball 365 yards doesn't mean you have accuracy with your irons or really garbage with your wedges or you can't putt five footer that's why i, I see your point but Every single sport across the board would have to change something to accommodate the people who aren't, aren't as good as the other people. 11 years. This is the 11 episodes, not 11 years. 11 episodes. This is your best argument yet for golf is that all of these sports, you look at football from 1940, it was slower. They didn't throw the ball as far. They didn't run as fast. They didn't hit as hard. The game got arguably They didn't let better. black people play it very yeah. often. Well, that's golf too. Um, they didn't let they you know they if they just the sports have evolved. NBA still plays on a ten foot hoop. Major League Baseball still throws from sixty feet six inches. You know a soccer field is the soccer goal is still the same size, and there's no reason that the great athletes of the world shouldn't be able to shine on a golf course because they can hit it further and straighter than the other players. That's just that's what a great athlete can do in every professional sport. So stop trying to take that crap away from golfers. That's really dumb. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I, I'm going to play devil's advocate with you. Good. Just for a second, just just for funsies, right, guys? Um, all these other sports you're talking about, the athletic performance and everything like that, um, they have a lot, you know, technology has also allowed these sports to be better. The way uh, for basketball, the way that sneakers are built and constructed for playing basketball specifically to cushion this, that, and the other thing uh, for football cleats pads being lighter helmets being made specifically to prevent concussions to allow players to play for longer. So on and so forth Uh, baseball. I don't fucking like baseball. So fuck. I I, I was hoping you made a baseball. I'm not going to spend any time thinking about (laughs) that. But with with golf, golf is uh, so technologically involved in the play of the game. I mean, yes, the swing, the proper swing, how to make contact with the ball is something that is pretty eternal within golf. But it has also changed a bit based on the technology, the technological advances that the people that are interested in the board have taken it. I mean, the way irons are constructed, the way clubs are constructed you know woods were actually made of wood 
they're not made of wood anymore. You know what I mean? Irons are obviously still made of iron, but like, you know, somewhere like filled with speed foam. If you would, if you would dig somebody up from the 1930s who played golf and, and, you know, you know, we're able to speak to them beyond the grave and be like, Hey, we got these new, uh, blades from TaylorMade, and they're like, he's like, TaylorMade is still making clubs. Yeah, no, TaylorMade is still making clubs, but uh, so they're made of titanium and they're filled with speed foam. And he's like, it's a fucking iron. It's like, no, 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 it's it's so much more now. You know, with all the technological advances, you know, I can kind of see where they're coming from. Is that so much of the sport has been invested in building these courses specifically, and now having technology drive the game to a point that the courses basically either need to be completely redone in order to better challenge these new breed of golfers. But no, they don't want to do that. They just want to try and hold back technology in order for the players to go back to playing the sport the way they think it should be. And the guys in the 1940s were being told by the guys in the 1880s that in my day, we use the stick that we shaved off our own tree in our backyard to play golf. <laughs> They're all dead. No one they cares. Hit, they We're the ones watching golf. Of plastic one. Right. Yeah, We're no, the ones right. watching golf now. So let us enjoy. Idea. Let us enjoy golf. Someday it's going to be on another planet and there's going to be different gravity and everything's going to be totally different. We will be dead. And or if we're still alive, we'll be like, oh, my day, we only played on Earth and the sand was made of real sand, not fucking Mars red gravel. Well, like, they... We no, can't yeah, be crotchety yeah. old men. We can't be crotchety old men now. So they can't be crotchety old men now either. Fuck them. Any sport you look at, basketball, base, anything, just the workout. Are we going to go through all the sports again? No more sports. All of that stuff. The the pro athlete of today is way more elite than the pro athlete of twenty years ago, forty years ago, sixty years ago. Okay, there's no doubt. This about is it. a so, this is a debate for another thing, but you're totally wrong. Oh wow! I can't wait to bring this up again. I cannot wait. You're, you're okay. If, that, hold okay. on. Let's look at basketball. Here's an example alone. that you used before. Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. That's a was a, was he's a, an anomaly. But he's Nobody's what? A he's, that's he's from fifty plus that's years correct. ago. He is such a better athlete than anybody playing in the NFL right now. The like the players they they get cramps. They they can't play full games. People back in the day, you had one running back. If no. you want to use that as an example, now every team has a stable of three because nobody can play. No one single player can play the whole game. You're telling me that the the, the players today don't have more opportunities in with strength coach, conditioning coach, this coach, that coach, conditioning doctor, coach, players can't finish the game. They don't have conditioning. That's because back in the day, coaches used to run them oh, until they nearly died. Players is, nowadays, you, players nowadays wouldn't be able to play against, if you were able to find in some fictional universe where you could take a team from the 1970s and put them up against today's team, yeah, they might be able to throw the ball better, but those 70s players will destroy modern players. One against one. I think we found the crotchety old man on this show. That's fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with you're, that. Modern, I, modern, are, modern players obviously entitled to your opinion, might be I, able it, to jump higher and, and lift more weight, but they, they don't have. That was my argument. The, they my don't have the long-term that ability that they did back in the day. More of elite athletes today. They're bigger, they're stronger, they're faster. It's true. 
You can pick out a Bo Jackson or a whoever, right? That's just picking out one, two, three guys. I'm talking about across the board. The guys today are more fit, stronger in every sport. They are sport. not more fit. They're not they more are. fit. They can't finish okay. a game. Uh, I think they can't. I, I think the only I think the only counterpoint to they can't finish the game is that's because they're playing against a player who would have been the best player in 1970 every single second of every single game. They're not playing against uh, you know, uh Nick Rush, who's this who's the Look sixth man for wow. the Phoenix Suns. That's Look at you know, that's fucking that's fucking brutal. Okay. You didn't, have to, you didn't have to do that to the man. <laughs> You can sit there and it's a where's Waldo of the white guy in basketball now. I love that game. But it it used to be a full team of white. You can get one black guy, one tall black guy. We're going down a slippery slope right here. I don't like I don't like where this conversation's going. I love love this. I I I hope I hope this comes up. I hope this comes up on more episodes. People who were running around that weren't necessarily big or fit or or strong. I'm talking about Guys today can hit the ball further, hit the ball longer. You have courses that were built. Wait, wait, wait. Let me. You have courses that were built in the 1800s, in the 1900s, uh, 70s, 80s, that you're not going to change today. You might re- reshape a bunker. You, you can do that. That's move easy. a tee back. They yeah, do it at our local places. You can move tee back, mm-hmm. tees back. You can, you can literally cover up and move bunkers. But – you can also build a course today, like Tiger Woods has done, that is longer, does have more obstacles within that 300 to 340 range where you're going to get into more trouble. So you can also adapt with the times, but you're not going to change a golf course completely just to accommodate people who can't hit that far. But there Actually, are people that can hit over those bunkers. That just, that just hit a buzzword in my head. So perfect example, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan built. His own We're going course. back to the one. Go ahead. No, 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 just no. Listen, just listen. I'm not talking about basketball. Michael Jordan built his. Own, you haven't heard about this. He built his own course, but yes. he built it specifically own... for the way he plays golf. Sure. So he that a billionaire, he picks his own members. I think there's right. like 25 members. But, but he, but but he's also, and this is obviously a well-known thing. This is mm. defamation. I mean, the man is uh, addicted Womanizer. to gambling. <laughs> addicted to gambling. I mean, he's constantly, you know playing against pros on his, but he built it specifically to play to his own strengths. And it's well known amongst professional golfers that going to going there to play against him is not advisable. He, lose. he because, always makes sure he has the upper hand. Right. No what because does. people that clearly outdrive him get into a lot of trouble the way he built the course. All right. We are, we have reached an impasse. This is ba- This is officially our first uh train this is officially our first train in ohio segment for sure like this derailed can you say that i don't know um that was maybe a deep deep cut right there uh anybody play golf this week i did 44 44 wasn't a great round but got to go out and play anybody else Uh, unfortunately we had a blizzard on tuesday so i didn't get to play golf yeah worked a lot over time trying to get rid of this uh havoc that the blizzard caused for for work but didn't really get out at all um today of course the coldest day we've had in a while 30 degrees i was out there uh hitting some in the backyard freezing my my bolinos off but yeah hopefully soon get a whole week of 50s and 60s coming up so that's like summer for us it wasn't it wasn't bad in the sun i i, I 
messed around with my my wedges for about an hour with some some of my foam balls just uh, while the sun was out. But the second the sun went away, had to go inside. Yeah, with or without with or without drawers on when you were out there hitting balls. Obviously, I didn't Get have. From I, I when I practice at my house, I don't wear pants at all. I just go outside, just like hanging brain. I'm so obviously. sorry, neighbors. I'm so sorry for your neighbors. Um, all right, Rom, bring us home. Do you think? All right, we're on socials. So if you're you're listening, hit like, hit subscribe. Uh, YouTube, check us out. Leave comments. Let us know what you want to hear. If you want us to shut up about one thing, I think we had a really good comment uh, on the last show um, when we did the course preview. They said, "Hey, put put visuals of the of the each hole. It'll make this watchable." Thank Fly you, over. thank you, thank you. That's that's good advice. We appreciate people actually giving us advice on things. We're here for you. We're not here just to you know play with ourselves and stroke our own egos. Sorry, Jay. Um, so hit like. Hit subscribe, hit the bell in the corner so that you get notifications when we're we're posting stuff. We're on TikTok, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. Interact with us. Uh, talk about you on the show. Let us know yeah. your thoughts on on the on the course and and today's today's athletes versus yesterday's athletes. God, I hope that blows up in our feed because I love this argument. That's wholehearted sarcasm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you all for for tuning in of course every week and um always always let's get the fuck out of here